Welcome to the Ultimate Dentist Podcast. Join us to hear success stories of various individuals and learn clinical and life hacks to help you become the ultimate dentist. Hi everyone, I hope you all are well. As you know, my topic of interest is full mouth reconstruction. And the other day I was discussing with one of the newly graduated student the seven steps she needed to follow to achieve great success in becoming full mouth reconstructive dentist, or in fact, achieving any success in comprehensive dentistry. I always think in systems and steps when I want to achieve anything. And hence, I created step-by-step approach of learning full mouth reconstruction. It's not an absolute pathway, you know, for everyone, but this is certainly how I learned it. And in my experience, people who have followed this system, the seven steps, have been able to achieve uh, the success they wanted. And this is how I teach as well. But before you think about learning full mouth reconstruction, you need to think why you want to learn or carry out full mouth reconstruction. Again, start with why. You know, yes, it may seem fancy treating full mouth reconstruction patients, you know, giving them their smile back, uh, their function back, the longevity of teeth, but why you want to do it. And here are some benefits of doing full mouth reconstruction. Number one, you get to plan treatment more holistically. You get to plan treatment comprehensively. And many times you're not limited by patient's occlusion or the position of the teeth when you want to treat full mouth reconstruction because you can move teeth around by doing ortho. Because you're restoring all the teeth, you can open the vertical dimension and you can restore teeth. So, you know, height or tooth tissue doesn't become that much of an issue. So you can plan really holistically your treatment plan and give patient much wider socioeconomical or life impact in their lifestyle. You also, because you're giving patient full smile design or you're giving them a fully functioning mouth with less pain, uh, you increase patient satisfaction. You know, I get more patient satisfaction from people who have treated doing full mouth reconstruction than just a single filling on, let's say, upper right seven, because patient can see and appreciate uh, the result. And more importantly, everyone else around the patient can see the result. And, you know, when someone else tells you that, oh, your teeth looking nice or your smile looking really well, um, really good. And, you know, that cheers people up. So you definitely get increased patient satisfaction. You get more predictable result because you as I said, you are fully in control when you are doing full mouth reconstruction. You are not really confined to patients existing occlusion, which could be traumatic, uh, which could be the result why they are chipping or breaking the restorations. You get better aesthetic outcome, again, because you are starting from scratch and you can really redesign uh, that teeth almost the way you want to. And because of all that, you get better job satisfaction. You know, changing someone's lives is something uh, we are in a privileged position that we can do that for someone. And it's an amazing satisfaction when you achieve that. Of course, it's a given that it will increase your earning. But I kept that point to the last because if you just go in with the mind of making more money, then you will never succeed in anything. You have to be passionate about it. You have to love what you do uh, in order to monetize that. 
Otherwise, at some point when the times are tough, you will give up. So these are the seven reasons which you may want to choose. One of them, uh, which is, you know, either holistic treatment planning, increased patient satisfaction. You might like predictable result, the way you can give patient aesthetic outcome, job satisfaction and increased earning. So now you know why you would like to learn about full mouth reconstruction. Let's look at the steps involved in becoming a full mouth reconstructive dentist in my personal opinion. Step number one is learning good single tooth dentistry. Unfortunately, there is no shortcut. This is a must if you want to start doing full mouth reconstruction. Otherwise, you will end up making a bigger mess than normal. So if you're not good at doing single tooth bonding, you will you know, bond 28 teeth really badly and you'll be in a bigger trouble. You can do this by going for a different courses, which involves different disciplines such as bonding, crown prep, RCT, ortho. And of course, you know, you can do certificate courses and diploma and MSCs, but I prefer learning in intense courses specifically made to improve one skill. One of the problem I have with some of the certificate courses or diplomas is they are very good at giving you general information, but if you want to learn one specific skill, it's just not enough days or bandwidth that they can teach you one skill really in deep detail. Otherwise, you know, the course can become six years long. So there are some limitation. However, let's say you're newly graduated, then any course will give you a good sound base. So if you want overall picture, by all means, do diploma, certificate, MSCs. Um, but if you want to really hone into one single skill, then some short, intense courses, uh, three days, seven days long, learning from the masters and then going back to your normal practice and implementing it straight away will give you much better benefit without losing so much of income as opposed to you doing other courses. And also you can pick and choose your discipline you want to improve. So step number one is learning good single tooth dentistry. There is no shortcut. Step number two is learning how to carry out comprehensive assessment and make diagnosis. Now, once you become really good at diagnosing single tooth dentistry, single tooth problems, now you need to step up and start looking at much more comprehensively. You need to start looking in order to carry out full mouth comprehensive cases, you need to find those cases first. In order to find them, you need to become very good at assessing patients and make an appropriate diagnosis. Whether you can do those cases or not, it's uh, a secondary at this stage. If you do not diagnose, you cannot even plan the treatment and you cannot progress with communicating your plan to patient. And if patient is not made aware that they need something then nothing will happen unless patient is one of those who are really actively looking for some result. So you need to make sure you do comprehensive assessment and learn how to do diagnosis and treatment planning, even if you can't execute it at this stage. Once you treatment plan, you can then refer that patient on to someone who can do the treatment, shadow them, and then see what differently they're doing. You know, they might come up with a different idea and then they might say, you know what, your plan is not great. You need to change one aspect and, and you know, tweak a few things and you will learn treatment planning. So step number two is really, you need to be very good at comprehensive assessment and make diagnosis and treatment plan those cases. Step number three is 
learning communication and photography. Now, yes, you comprehensively diagnose, you, you know, do an assessment, you diagnose patients' um, diseases or any issues, but you need to then have an ability to communicate. So once you made patient aware about the diagnosis, then you need to effectively communicate that with your patient. If you don't communicate, then you will never be able to implement your skills. I want you to do a mental math and think about how much money you have to spend in your continuing development and tell me percentage of that spending you have done on learning communication. I feel that this is very underrated subject and not very well taught. Learn photography to not only communicate with patient, but also with your colleagues as you will need help early and later in your career to plan cases, to, you know, get second opinion and to communicate effectively. And photography also helps in documenting cases. And then you can really look at your progression and critically evaluate your case. In this day and age, if someone is not taking regular photos of their patient's teeth, then in my opinion, it is not acceptable. So step number three is learning communication and photography. Make sure you invest time and money learning communication because as a dentist, we are guilty of learning more skills and skills, clinical skills, but not putting enough time and effort and money onto learning something non-clinical. So make sure that you have equal attention to learning non-clinical stuff, uh, such as communication and photography, which is going to really help you in your case acceptance. Now, once you've done that, step four is you need to follow someone who is doing what you would like to do, which is called modeling. Now that you have learned to diagnose and you can also communicate the treatment, Initially, you'll be referring those cases to other dentists as you may not be able to do the cases yourself, assuming that you don't have the skills yet. Now, even if you cannot do the treatment, does not mean that you cannot get involved in the treatment planning the case. So I would urge you to plan the case and then communicate with the person you're referring the case to and see if they agree and what changes they would like to make. This way, you will learn treatment planning. You need to find someone who you can get in touch with and learn from while watching them work. You need to find someone who you think is doing what you would like to do and see how they go to the stage, you know, plan the stages and where they are at the moment. Try and model their success because, you know, you if you think they're at a stage which is higher than where you are and you would like to reach at their stage, then model their success. And this podcast is about learning from other success stories. And I'm hoping to help you find the right story for you, which you can resonate and learn from. So step four is following someone who is doing what you would like to do, which is modeling. Step five is practicing step-by-step process of full math reconstruction by doing online courses and hands-on courses. In dentistry, we are very hands-on driven our, our practice, what we practice is very hands-on driven practice. You know, you can't just watch something and learn. Um, and I really feel that the hands-on element of the courses are very, very important. So now that you know that the process of full mouth reconstruction, you understand a little bit about planning, you need to start learning the actual skill. You need to do this by doing online and hands-on courses. In my opinion, online courses will give you knowledge 
but it's the hands-on courses which will give you the confidence. You need to make sure courses are teaching the exact protocol for fold math reconstruction and it is easy to follow. I'm a great believer in step-by-step process and systems and hence my course is geared towards three-step technique. If you would like to know more about this, then join my Facebook group where I frequently do webinars uh, which are free to share the tech via this webinar. And, you know, you can join this group and you will have lots of other videos and useful information about full math reconstruction. And, you know, there's no strings attached. You know, you will have a group of people who are like-minded and you will find a really good uh, source of information. And again, I'm doing this podcast for the same reason, to, to help dentists to get on the ladder of doing full mouth reconstruction. So step number five is practicing step-by-step process of full mouth reconstruction. Step number six is personalized clinical feedback and mentoring. Now, once you've done your online hands-on course and you know what to do and how to do the treatment, ideally you need a mentor to help you go through few cases and maybe come to your practice if you like that and help you complete your first case. I understand that this may not be for everyone and some of you would feel comfortable in doing full math reconstruction on your own. However, when I look at my career so far and look at all the complex skills I have learned, such as full math reconstruction, occlusion, implant, brock grafting, sinus lift, I had specific mentor associated for each skills who have helped me immensely. Mentors can speed up your progress by years, if not decades, by sharing their experiences and failures. So I would urge you to get a mentor for dentistry and for life. As someone has rightly said that when you are in the frame, you cannot see the whole picture. So you need someone to give you that critical evaluation. So for me, many people ask me why there are dentists who are going from courses to courses to courses, done hundreds of courses, done hands-on courses, online courses, but still cannot implement what they've learned. And the missing gap is really mentoring because applying what you learn on the models and what you've done on the models on hands-on courses to patients is a big gap. It's a really huge gap. And at the moment, it's a big jump for dentists. And you many times need help someone to hold your hand to jump that step. And uh, in my opinion, mentoring would uh, allow you to do that. And then number seven is join like-minded dentists and continuing education. So learning from others' mistakes, basically. So once you've learned the skill and you're comfortable doing that skill, you may think that this is the end of the road. However, this is just the beginning. You need to know, you need to keep learning Keep challenging your beliefs and knowledge. You know, I did my MSc now nearly 12 years ago uh, in 2011. And, you know, I thought at the time I, I knew everything about full mouth reconstruction. And I can't be far from the truth. I've now changed the techniques I've learned because there are a lot of techniques. Doesn't work in prior practice uh, or any practice for that matter. It works in hospital very well because the patients are different. The environment is different. But in prior practice, you need to treat your patient differently. Uh, They are looking for different outcome, different result. So I've changed a lot of stuff. And I strongly believe that, you know, we are always learning. 
we never reached that. And again, that's why I covered it in my introduction uh, episode that, you know, the ultimate dentist is really a misnomer. You can never become an ultimate dentist. Someone who thinks that person is an ultimate dentist, then they're misleading themselves because there's always, always something you can improve on. You will also come across hurdles and bumps when you and, and you need a support from like-minded people when you start doing these type of cases. So you need to join community where everyone share their thought process and learn from each other. Otherwise, it can get a bit lonely out there. Again, to help dentists build this community, I have created this Facebook group uh, called Full Math Reconstruction for GDP. So feel free to join that group or join other communities of WhatsApp groups or Facebook groups be surrounded by like-minded people. Otherwise, you will lose focus on your goal. And when when things will go difficult, which it will at some point, uh, you know, there will be tendency for you to give up. So let's recap. What are the seven steps? Step number one is learning good single tooth dentistry. Step number two is learning how to carry out comprehensive assessment and make diagnosis. Step number three, learning communication and photography. Step number four is following someone who is doing what you would like to do, which is called modeling. Step number five is practicing a step-by-step process of full mouth reconstruction by doing online and hands-on course. Step number six is personalized clinical feedback by your mentor or your colleagues within the same practice. And step number seven is join like-minded dentists and continuing education, basically learning from others' mistakes. So I hope you found this episode useful and looking forward to see you in the next episode.